all human thought, all science, all religion, is the holding of a candle to the And someday, we human because we gain associated knowledge would have become such terrifying vistas of reality. And of our friends, stars were right, they could climb like a world from isolation, flee, but when the stars were wrong, they could not safety. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Welcome back, listeners. Today we will be playing Session 3 of the Children of Fear campaign, written by Lynn Hardy and friends, and published by Chaosium. So, who are you all playing, and how are you today? How? I'm playing Dr. Eudora Lockhart, and I'm hype, hype, hype. Seb? I'm playing John Yu Michael Lee, and I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> Brayden? I am playing Sofian Bazaz Wine, and I am caffeinated and ready to go. <laughs> and Noxicals. I am playing Timur Stepanovich Rapin, and I am clutching my Lonely Planet travel guide to Shan. And I'm Fedra, your keeper for the day, and I can't wait for you to have a nice, quick, uneventful pit stop in the town of Xi'an. Noxicals, tell us what happened last time. The morning after our intrepid band are recruited by Professor Wang, we find Peking beset by extreme and strange weather. Travelling towards Yangqing University to meet their compatriots, Sofian and Jian Yu are caught in a hailstorm that sees Sofian injured by the golf ball-sized lumps of ice. An ill omen, indeed. After tying up their personal affairs, our heroes meet at Professor Wang's office and find out a little more about the previous director of the School of Archaeology, Langdon Warner. Warner seemingly sent his telegram SOS from the Caves of 1000 Buddhas, where he is studying ancient murals. Professor Wang remains suitably diplomatic regarding the ex-director's character, and provides the party with a signed letter from a local general to ease bureaucracy on their travels. Bags are packed, rifles are purchased, and the party set off for Shan with their military escort in tow the very next morning. The journey takes just two days and is uneventful but for a series of troubling dreams that see our investigators rise bleary-eyed after their first night testing the shiny new tents. Do these troubling visions foreshadow dark events to come, or are our adventurers still suffering the after-effects of that first meal together? You'll need to stay tuned to find out. Finally, upon arrival at Shan, a major diplomatic incident is avoided when Dr Lockhart is carefully distracted by her compatriots. Jian Yu smooths over the little misunderstanding between their military escort and the soldiers at the city gates. Shan's mysteries await. Join us as we enter the Rome of Asia, a city steeped in history, faith, and secrets. Let's take a moment in the beginning of this episode to learn a few things about Xi'an. Uh, take it away, boys. Okay, so... 
Shan was once the beginning of the Silk Roads of old. An ancient city, and formerly a thriving metropolis, it was also known as the Rome of Asia. The Silk Roads wound their way from Shan up through the Kansu Corridor, a long, narrow passage that leads from central China to the west via Central Asia. Of note, along the Kansu Corridor are the town of Suzhou, where rhubarb was first cultivated, mm, and the twin gates <laughs> that allow passage through the Great Wall of China in the Excellent Valley Pass. As this is not an area frequently visited by foreigners, there is little outside knowledge of it beyond that. Although it is known that many Russian refugees fled this way after the Russian Civil War erupted in 1917. It is also infamous for the banditry carried out by soldiers loyal to the various local warlords. Thank you very much. Uh, Seb, take it away. Sure. Hunxiang, also known as Xuanzang, was born in Henan province in 602 CE. Following his ordination as a Buddhist monk, he made his way to Chang'an before sneaking out of the city in 629 CE without official permission. Unsanctioned foreign travel was banned at that time by the Tang emperors. After taking the northern Silk Road to India, he spent the next 15 years travelling the subcontinent extensively, collecting Buddhist scriptures to improve the academic quality of the Chinese interpretation of his faith. His journeys inspired the epic tale Journey to the West, first published in the 16th century CE and widely regarded as one of the four great works of classic Chinese literature. It tells the partly allegorical, partly fantastical adventure story of Sun Wukong, the Monkey King, and his rebellion against heaven, after which he is recruited as one of Xuanzang's disciples to help him retrieve sacred manuscripts from India. The actual story of Xuanzang's trip is contained within the monk's own writings, great Tang records on the western regions. Despite having long been assumed dead during his wanderings, the well-travelled holy man actually died in 664 CE. His ashes are interred in a brick pagoda in the Xingqiao Temple, 12 miles, uh, 19 kilometers, to the southeast of central Xi'an. Thank you very much. And uh, we left off our adventures at their arrival at their hotel. Ah, so your Peking escort lead you to Pulo House, the modest but clean courtyard hotel on the edge of the Muslim quarter and not far from the Tram Tower. Then they bid you goodbye. The soldiers return to Peking soon afterwards, their duty done. After they have unloaded your luggage, the drivers hired for you by Professor Wang also make their farewells, leaving you alone in the ancient city. You enter the hotel uh, and approach reception. Uh, the receptionist informs you that the professor has already booked and prepaid a single night's stay here for all of you. While you're waiting for your keys, you hear the voice of an elderly American gentleman complaining to the concierge. My walking cane has disappeared from my room! The concierge looks at you and uh, takes the American to one side to discuss the matter further. The older American is an unassuming man with a fringe of salt and pepper hair around his balding pate. He's dressed in a collar and tie and three-piece suit. His still grey eyes are a little bloodshot and roomy, as are his slightly ruddy cheeks and nose. Um, feel free to react and also uh, roll listen if you'd like to hear more of this uh, now more subtle conversation. 
I mean, how could we resist? <laughs> Love to resist. Oh, yeah. He's dropping. <laughs> I'm going to say he sounds a little bit like my uh, father-in-law, so my ears are attuned Yay. to this. That's a 48 versus 60 for my listen. I'd say 29 for me, but wouldn't you know it, Eudora is not an inveterate eavesdropper. Her listen is a base of 20, so she fails. Nope. She tunes him out because he sounds like her father. <laughs> <laughs> so who, uh, who, do we have any passes? Uh, Timor. Just Timor? I think it's just Timor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep. Timor, don't forget to take your listen skill. Well, that's my um, third skill. <laughs> oh. Excellent work. Jealous. So you are Mercurius, and you hear, When I got up this morning, my walking stick was missing from its usual resting place on the back of my chair. Uh, the concierge replies, I, I assure you, sir, I, I will keep an eye out for you, Kane. It it's surely just temporarily misplaced. We have excellent security, and no none of the staff here would ever steal. Hearing a language that he can speak in, Sophian is very excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Timor's just going to file that away. He's not going to do anything with it, but what he's... He's sort of listening out to see if he can get any sense of who this American guy is, in case he might be somebody important or useful to get on the right side of. Mm -hmm. But if it just seems to be an old man being angry about a walking cane, he's probably not getting more involved, I don't think. How about everyone else? Sophian will walk up to the man or walk closer. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, sir, have you checked around your room? Perhaps ah. it's fallen down. I've been using a cane lately myself. Uh, the man turns around and sees the big group of travellers. He gets very excited and he limps to your direction. Oh, hello! Ah! Good to meet you, friendly travellers. Uh, I am Professor Thaddeus Johnson of Miskatonic University. Oh. He shakes Jackpot. your hands. <laughs> uh, would his name be known to me at all? Like, is he a famous, uh, I don't know, like, explorer or something? Um, no. No, you wouldn't necessarily know him. Okay. Um, do you want to roll, like, library use to see if you know of, like, academics? I guess, yeah. Have, like, I'm sure I, I can't know every professor, but, like, yeah, just in case our spheres overlap. So library use, I got a 65, and I, I rolled 65, so hey! Yeah, um, yeah he's uh, an expert in oriental literature. Oh, okay. Well, um... And, uh, yeah. Uh, professor Johnson, uh, I, I believe I read an article of yours in, um, and I will name drop, periodical <laughs> I'm subscribed to. Oh, well, uh, always good to meet a fan. Very good. Um, well, uh, I, I was, I was going to answer to your friend, um, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Please, just call me Sophian. Oh, Sophian, um, yes, I'm, I'm very sure my, my cane went missing, uh. I, I also swear the items on my dressing table have been disturbed. It is a very distressing, you can see, because while I am here to pay my respects to the tomb of Tianqiang and to study some of the texts brought back from India, but, well, I can't really walk very far right now, can I? It's, it's, it's quite, quite a dreadful situation, and, um, well, I've, I feel like uh, the staff have a lot to answer for. Uh, I think Timor will lean in and say, uh, 
We will be buying supplies while we are here in the city. Could we purchase you a new cane, perhaps? Ah, you're breaking my heart. Such a special cane. I picked it up in Boston <laughs> several decades ago after I damaged my knee. Oh, it has served me faithfully ever since. Or, or had, I suppose. Oh, it was so pretty. It had... The handle was a piece of greenish silkstone carved to look like an octopus while the stock was made from hazel ah so sad i i suppose i should get a new one it just ah i miss my cane and to be honest with you friends i will not rest until someone pays for this theft well um sir perhaps uh we should offer our services to Look for it before we uh, resort to such uh, despair. Oh, that's very kind of you, and uh, Mr. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Lee. My name is Lee. Lee, such a kind young man. Thank you so much. Uh, um, well, uh, he seems to be kind of glancing around, uh, trying to give you more information. Um, can everyone who's paying attention roll psychology? Oh, I am good at this skill. I will succeed at <laughs> this roll. Ooh, I'm good. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> I'll roll for the base. <laughs> Have you succeeded? Have you succeeded? I did. I did. Hard yeah, success. Don't forget Ooh. to take it. I too have succeeded. Yes, I'm very excited. Has everyone not? Has anyone not succeeded? I didn't I succeed. I got 89 versus 60. Oh no. wow! Oh. I have a base of 10, but I rolled two, so that's a hard oh. success for me as well. Oh, good job, you Yudora! Did a psychology. Take, <laughs> yeah, amazing. Rolling a two is an extreme success. Oh yeah. wow! I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, it it is. Was 10. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's true, yeah. I mean, um, everyone besides Timor notices that. Uh, Professor Johnson, there, there's something he's not telling you, something he's purposely kind of not sharing. And Eudora, with your extreme success, you notice that he's kind of eyeing a door leading somewhere in the hotel. You haven't been there yet, but looking through the door, you can see, like, bar stools. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't happen to see like a sign above it that says, you know, saloon bar, in Chinese or probably. anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, uh, Professor, I do hope we're not uh, we're not keeping you from anything. And actually, speaking of, I certainly don't mean to be rude. She doesn't mean to be rude, but Eudora is quite rude. Yes, <laughs> no social skills. Um, we are. It, it sounds like a lovely cane, absolutely. And oh goodness, don't I know just the frustration of losing a prized possession when you're. You know, out and about in, in foreign parts, but uh, we are on something of an important mission, gentlemen. I don't know that we can spend too much time trawling hotel rooms for uh, possessions, however precious. Uh, but what I what I would love um, is I'm so I'm sorry. Is there something in that in that room over there that you wanted? Um, mm -hmm. no. Well, um, mm, I was wondering whether I should I should yeah no. Mm, well. Mm. Uh, the professor looks slightly embarrassed. Uh, uh, well, since you so kindly offered to help, I, I suppose I, I should tell you. Um, um, I, I did get a bit um, tipsy on the, on the cocktails in the hotel bar last night. Um, 
Although I am certain I took my cane back to my room with me, and uh, I did I did have some um, strange dreams. I, most I don't care to describe, uh, but in one of them, uh, I was in my room uh, watching um, <clears throat> a, a group of uh, little people juggling my toiletries and dancing around with my cane. Timor will immediately prick his ears up at that and say, What do you mean by little people? I just, uh, short, I just quite fuzzy because, well, I, uh, surely it, 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 it was, it was ju- just, a, just a dream, um, but, um, well, my cane was missing and my toiletries had been disturbed. So, um, maybe, I don't know, this is something going on here. Of course, the, they probably weren't really little people. That's just how my brain interpreted them in my, in my sleep, but uh, there was someone in my room and they took my cane. This is... <laughs> I, this is fascinating. I mean, I, does anybody know, actually, that this city, Xi'an, such a historical place, it has a long-standing tradition, and now, Eudora is able to just rattle this uh, from her prodigious <laughs> academic memory, but uh, how over here is just double-checking the uh, notes we've got. There's something about a history of, um, like, small-person entertainers in the area, right? Yeah, I would have given you that with a history roll, but you can have it for being such a well-read boy. Oh, can I... Sorry, do yeah, I need no, to roll history? Sure, you know what you know. Okay, I don't want to cheat. I just I figure Eudora knows her... Yeah, so, I mean, I'll roll it if you want. No, it's okay. Okay. Um, do, do I, what do I know of the little people? That, um, historically, you know there was... A community of performing little people in Shen. Well, anyway, I relay this and speculate briefly on, you know, how amazing the city must have been in its heyday, back when I believe it was called Sang. Um, and uh, and then I, I get on to how uh, bizarre it is to assume that, you know, such a tribe of circus performers has made its way into your hotel room to disturb your soaps. Um, and say that... Have you, uh, did you, you did, you did check the bar though, yes? You've asked the, uh, the bar staff or what have you, if you left anything behind? Um, um, I, I, I did check, um. Well then I fear it's gone for good, I'm sorry, but, um, I, I tell you what, if you care to, we're new here in, in the city, but we are, um, goodness, we haven't mentioned why we're here. Uh, I'm Dr. Lockhart, by the way, sorry, I'm doing this all backwards. I shake his hand vigorously and explain that we're on an important expedition to rescue another expedition, and uh, we need to go and buy supplies, and I don't know, does he maybe want to come with us and pick up a cool cane? Well, I, I, I can hardly walk right now, to, even to pick supplies, and that sounds like admitting defeat. Um, well, I'm going to interrogate this uh, concierge of the Mr. Chan again, but first, I'll go and check the bar again. Good day, friends. Uh, he turns around and on his way to the bar, he mutters, I'm too goddamn old for these modern drinks. <laughs> guys, this I don't know, I, I kind of want to make our mission finding this guy's cane now, but... You have to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can, <laughs> can I enter, I'll like offer my shoulder for him to lean on and walk him into the bar and then cast my glance Aww. around. He appreciates that. He's like, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. No problem. Um,
Would you like to spot hidden around the bar? Take some time to like look around. <laughs> let's, let's a second chance to uh, yeah, a second chance to make a skill roll. Absolutely. <laughs> I failed by two. <laughs> you don't see anything. Pay the luck. Pay the luck. Pay the luck. Yeah. The luck your tick though. I know. I pay the luck. I'll find this man's cane. <laughs> it's not in the oh, bar. No. God and the like confirms this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It doesn't appear to be here, my friend. L- let's waste all our resources on this guy's stick. <laughs> I get out my shotgun and open fire. Maybe his cane's behind this wall. <laughs> <laughs> Tear this hotel to the ground, brick by brick. <laughs> this is not pulp. Hold your horses, everyone. <laughs> Perhaps we can glue a number of prawn crackers together to create a new cane for him. <laughs> That's it. Professor Johnson uh, just kind of pretends to look around and then heads to the bar and orders a whiskey. <laughs> this guy. What are we uh, supposed to do with this guy? He's clearly important. You have travelled a long way from America. Oh, Yes, um, I'm actually on a, on a sabbatical. I decided to tour China. So fascinating. Well, I, I am a, a, an academic I, I, in Oriental literature. Yes, that's my specialty. So, uh, well, I've always I've always wanted to study the writings of Xuan Chang and Fa Xiang. Uh, it's fascinating. Uh, have you have you visited? Uh, have you studied his uh, books? Uh, visited the temples and the pagodas of Xi'an yet? Uh, I have in the past, yes, actually. <laughs> mm. I'm a bit of an explorer, you see. I've travelled through Shan and oh. along the Silk Road. Oh, fascinating. Uh, you sound like a wonderful and impressive young man. Uh, unlike your lady friend, she seems quite uh, judgmental. <laughs> I, I apologise for Dr Lockhart. Uh, she can come off a bit brash sometimes, but she she's very talented as an academic. Dr. Lockhart is loudly attempting to commiserate with the hotel concierge in broken Chinese about demanding foreign guests and aren't Americans ridiculous sometimes? <laughs> um, the hotel concierge uh, knows English. Oh, she still attempts broken Chinese <laughs> until he's able to get through to her. <laughs> Uh, the hotel concierge is a, a kind of um, a man in his 30s. Uh, he has introduced himself as Mr. Chan. At this point, he has kind of got your keys and has them on the reception desk and is waiting for you to pay attention. Um, he is reassuring you repeatedly uh, that the hotel has never had a problem with petty theft. Um, please, uh, don't don't let it put you off staying here um, and uh, we have excellent staff trustworthy staff this kind of thing would never happen surely oh please don't I know Professor Bong wouldn't have you know hired some two-bit operation with a bad reputation I'm not going to let one foreign lush with a preponderance for dropping his cane behind his bed put us off for the evening don't worry he wipes some like of the sweat of his brow worried that they would lose very important clientele and uh, proceeds to prepare your, your keys. 
What's uh, what's everyone else up to? Timor, Jan Yu? Uh, I imagine Timor will sort of peek around the door of the bar and just sort of see what Sophia's up to and, and whether the cane is just like lying around in the middle of the bar. <laughs> but when he sees that it isn't, he'll probably... I think Timor is sort of picturing his role as being a little bit more um, sort of servile to a certain extent. I think he'll be sort of, you know, oh. hoiking bags around and generally just trying to sort of run interference between Dr. Lockhart and other people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think Janyu would... Would our, would our military escort still be with us at the hotel? No, they, they left you. Oh, uh, Okay. Um, yeah. In that case, uh, you're all alone now. <laughs> nice. Uh, Jenny is probably <laughs> just uh, just chilling, maybe having a, look, a poke around the the reception of uh, of the hotel, seeing if there are mm-hmm. any uh, like maps or, or artworks or, or you know, pamphlets of local attractions. Ah, uh, you can definitely find a map of Shen. Mm-hmm. Um. Do they have a, one of those stands with like all the vouchers for the local water parks and stuff? Many water yeah. parks in Shan in the nineteen twenties. Fifty percent off entry to the Buddhist temple uh, with this leaflet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Weekdays only between ten and twelve. <laughs> exactly. To apply. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jenny very yeah. much wants to go to the monastery of teaching while we're here. Um, mm-hmm. That is a thing that we have time for. Um. For those not in the room, that was a shrug. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. You might make time, you might not. Hailstorm, hailstorm, hailstorm. Starts raining bowls of soup. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. What, what, what are you up to? Um, Sophie? Oh, uh, yeah, Sophie will just continue talking with the man, um, with mm-hmm. Professor Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he'll, he'll just continue talking and, uh, I assume the old man will probably rattle on a bit about the, uh, things that he's interested in reading and whatnot. So he'll yeah. just uh, have an open ear. After, uh, a bit of chatting about other stuff, he's finished his first whiskey and he could get, turns the conversation back to the cane. He says, <clears throat> Now, uh, it is true, uh, the staff are unlikely to have stolen it. What need would they have of it? But I swear this Mr. Chan person knows something. He doesn't trust me. He doesn't talk to me. But maybe he'll like you. You should, you should ask him. I know he's hiding something. I don't trust him. He always sweats. (laughs) Sweats? Just such an anxious little man. Who is anxious but people who have something to hide, Sophie? And he punched you in the back. Would you like a drink? I'm sorry, I haven't offered you a drink. A whiskey? Uh, no, thank you. I'm fine. Uh, I do not partake. Oh, boy, your loss. <laughs> Another one for you, perhaps. Oh, perhaps, perhaps. You suspect this Mr. Chan is hiding something from you? He's trying really hard to convince us that there are no thefts in the area. Mm. I think he knows them. Huh. Yes. So you should, you should, you know, do the smile thing you do, the the, the trustworthy thing you do. You're so so good at it. Just, I'm sure he'll tell you all kinds of things. 
And then we can find my cane. I know your friends have given up on it. Especially that lady. But I, I know you care. You're such a nice man. You won't give up on me, will you? I'll... I'll talk to Mr. Chan. Thank you. Sophia will be very confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> but seeing this as a way to sort of uh, get on the good side of this academic man, and since he's had such a nice conversation with him, he'll sort of get up from the uh, the stool and then leave the man to his whiskies that is just slowly <laughs> accumulating in front of him. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, at this point, all your keys are ready and the concierge, uh, Mr. Chian, has, uh, has been handing them out first to Dr. Lockhart and then to um, Timor and Chen Yu. We probably already started lugging our yeah. luggage up the stairs and mm -hmm. opening our rooms and stuff. Yeah, I mean, Timor um, very specifically won't allow any porters or anything to carry any of the bags containing guns. <laughs> <laughs> the porters have brought them into the area, but then they can't let you. <laughs> no, they're not after the tips then. <laughs> All right, great service. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you do, Sophie? Uh, I'll come out into the lobby and then seeing Mr. Chien there. Is he mm -hmm. particularly sweaty at this point in time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a bit less sweaty, uh, just complimenting himself. Uh, a job well done. Like, one key left, he's kind of clutching it tight. He's like, okay, I got this. <laughs> you can, he's giving his own pep talk down over the last key. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Mr. Chien, uh, you sure you have no idea where Professor Johnson's cane has gone? Oh, uh, He seems awfully suspicious of you. Well, um, that was, I, well, I, I, I don't want to be, um, I, I don't want to, well, he's, um, he starts sweating. <laughs> oh, I pull out a, a prawn cracker and pat him down. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I make like some kind of psychology role to see if his eyes are darting anywhere in particular, the room that it could be in, or general tells, etc.? Um, he's looking towards the bar. Um, um, from your like previous psychology success uh you reckon this also has to do with um professor johnson's drinking habit but because he's mm -hmm. like a concierge he doesn't want to give out the impression that he badmouths his customers um but because he's struggling so hard to give out a reason why you shouldn't trust johnson uh he has a little like a momentary like hop <laughs> In, in place and then he says oh um well this there hasn't been there haven't been any thefts here and um we have very good security but i have heard of similar things recently from friends of mine working in other houses um guests have reported uh losing or mislaying items recently nothing of any great value but uh 
It always seems to be personal or sentimental in some way, uh, enough to make them make a fuss. Um, I suppose, I, I don't know anymore, but you could uh, uh, speak to my friend, uh, Lee Chun. He, he works as a night porter at the Pilgrim Hostel. Uh, it's close to the city's western gate. Um, I have a feeling he knows a bit more about this than he told me. Uh, but again, as I said, no thefts here. Just, just in the other places. And um, Professor Thaddeus Johnson, a great man. I'm not sure why he's being so suspicious. Well, uh, let me know if you need uh, any more night stays arranged. Uh, the first one has been arranged by Professor Wang uh, over, over um, telegrams. Uh, but you're very welcome to stay longer. Ah, as long as you need. Thank you. And he hands you the key. Nope. With a smile on his face, feeling like he has delivered helpful information <laughs> without making himself look bad. <laughs> Holding onto the key, <laughs> grasping it tightly as his hands just sweat profusely. <laughs> <laughs> he, he like lets the key slip and he drops it in slow motion, his eyes widen and his mouth again. <laughs> Um, if my friends are around, I'll just go and giggle to myself and discuss the absurdity that has been the last 20 minutes of Sofian's life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can either congregate upstairs near, like, in one of the rooms or in the hallway in between the rooms and then decide what to do next. Over to you. I think having um, situated her trunk and stuff and maybe put some valuables and I don't know, did they have room safes back in the day? Who knows? Whatever whatever you do to settle into a 1920s... I don't imagine there's a room safe in a courtyard her hotel. Yeah, it seems unlikely. So she's got her valuables on her, but, you know, other luggage and stuff mm-hmm. stashed in the room and now she's hanging out waiting for Sofian to come upstairs and wondering what's keeping him and she's keeping herself amused doing um, impressions of uh, <laughs> Professor Johnson to... Uh, Timur, if he's, <laughs> if he's putting up with that kind of nonsense. I mean, Timur will do a sort of uh, a sort of wry smile, like, oh, yes, very good, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine laugh. Nice. Nice, man. Up top. Uh, at this point, Sophian appears upstairs to find all of you and share his news. Well, how did it go? Did you find the octopus stick? Uh, no. Uh, I believe he may have misplaced it while drunk. <laughs> you don't say. What a card, that man. He did seem to show a lot of distrust for Mr. Chian downstairs, but, uh, I mean, I found the man quite forthcoming. He, he had mentioned that uh, a friend of his had noticed that there had been quite a few items going misplaced around Shan recently, and pointed me in the direction of someone who had more knowledge of these thefts, I suppose. So, very strange. Really? Oh, goodness. Well, I may have to eat my words then. I thought this was one just one uh, drunk old man who can't keep track of his belongings, but if it's some sort of epidemic... It could be unrelated, or it could be... Maybe we should keep a close hold of anything important, yes? Oh, definitely, if there's, I don't know, burglars operating in the area, I... <laughs> I cannot believe 
the story of these uh, strange juggling little people trotting merrily from room to room in the night. But uh, who knows, local cat burglars and whatnot, the streets are thronged, no doubt. Timor looks completely, like, not at all amused by the whole little people thing. Um, well, Daylight's Burning, gentlemen, um, we were directed to contact, I believe the name is Mihan in the uh, Muslim Quarter. We do have to make sure all our supplies are ready for us to leave tomorrow, unless we have to book more nights here. Mm. We do have pressing matters ahead of us. What say we um, track down this merchant, come out shopping list, so to speak, make sure everything's ship-shaped and ready to go tomorrow, and then, well, after that, we'll see how much time we have left. Agreed. Sounds great. Well then, shall we? Yes. We do it. <laughs> Roll for merchant. Ah, but, uh, before we do, perhaps lunch? <laughs> lunch is always Is it good. lunchtime? Uh, you can have lunch, um... At the hotel, or you can... Uh, the Muslim Quarter actually has a lot of uh, food stalls, so you can have, like, a, you know, a more traditional meal. Ooh, that or sounds there's delightful. A, a very fancy restaurant called the Xi'an Chan Restaurant um, that mm. is more expensive and it's more of a sit-down experience. You're always going to make a bit of noise about not wanting to stay in the hotel because Professor Johnson will probably latch onto us after his fifth whiskey and start regaling us <laughs> with tales of his stick. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm totally open to being won over. That's just Eudora. Yep. I-, I think it's likely that um, it's likely that Yu would have heard about the uh, food stores in the Muslim Quarter and would be excited to go and try them out. I would suggest that we eat on the move, yes. We have things to do. Ever the pragmatist, Timur. I agree. <laughs> the chance to have, or well, sort of get food from food, food stalls that he knows is going to be halal and he won't have to worry is uh, exciting for Sofian. So he'll be ready and raring to go out and look for food in the Muslim quarter. Oh, yeah. Let's go Amazing. find good people. Okay. Um, one sec. There's probably uh, going to be a handy mosque as well. Because, oh, I mean, what with five prayers a day, like, you've got to plan around, like, where you're going to have a mat handy and whatnot, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's say the time is around 11am, approaching noontime. Yeah, you, uh, leave the hotel. Uh, is there anything specific you're bringing with you, or...? valuables, mm-hmm. that letter, just in case anyone gives a shit about needing a visa or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Umbrella. <laughs> the umbrella's <laughs> been very capricious so far. <laughs> <laughs> Timur will tuck his pistol into his into his jacket. Shotgun on one shoulder, rifle <laughs> on the other, let's go. No, no, no. The Muslim quarter is a crowded warren of narrow alleyways. It's not easy to deliberately find anything. Packed full of emporia with their goods spilling out onto the roadside stands, food stalls and barely controlled livestock. The atmosphere is even more overwhelming than a ride through Peking's hutungs. The food on the groaning stalls, if possible, smells even more enticing, and the mix of ethnicities here is impressive. 
uh, at certain times of the day you would be able to hear the call to prayer from the great mosque over the general cacophony um, you expect it will the next uh, ring will be at midday if you close your eyes you could also almost imagine yourselves being Constantinople or Baghdad Fantastic. let me uh, roll a die marvellously cosmopolitan isn't it <laughs> uh, can anyone, everyone, please roll me a spot hidden? Mm -hmm. Gladly. Oh, I'm 92. Nope. Uh -huh. Hard oh, success. I so succeeded. Hard success. Uh, standard success for Timor. Everyone besides you, Dora. You feel like you're being shadowed, but it's almost impossible to tell for sure in the crowded alleyways. So I think Timur, given his dream and given the strange ramblings of the drunken professor, when he's looking around to see if he can spot anybody shadowing him, will be looking, like, lower <laughs> than normal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, as you're walking around... Uh, I'd like for everyone to give me another spot hidden. Uh, me too, or is you, you're doing you, just... you're, you're out, sorry. That's fine. I rolled 100, a fumble. Oof. Oh no. Oof. I failed as well. I got a success this time. Again. Okay, well, <laughs> you're very lucky there, Janu. Uh, Sophie and you trip over something. <laughs> you find yourself on the ground. Um, as Janu, you spot a small person next to you. They appear to be holding your wallet. As soon as you look at them, they turn around and bolt in the other direction. <gasps> Just like the old man said. Chinwat, sao de liomang, the Janu shouts and give chase. Yes. What's going uh, on? Can I have... <laughs> you, the rest of you see Janu just shout and suddenly run in a direction. <laughs> uh, uh, Sophie, you, you're still on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eudora will, will try and help tug him up so we can chase him. <laughs> Mr. Lee, what? Janu, what's happening? Uh, um, okay, let me do a... a sorry. I, I don't think you can say anything to them, Janu. You're, you're running now. Mm. Um, <laughs> can I have everyone's movement scores, please? Of course. Uh, Timor has an 8. Same for you, Dora. Uh, 7 for me. My movement is 6. Oh. Okay, and oh, you're on the ground oh. also, so... Yeah, um, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Okay, uh, everyone roll constitution, please. Besides Sophian, uh, can you give me a constitution and dexterity? Sure. A can join run. Yeah. Oh. Failed by seven. Failed. Success for me. Success for me. I don't really want to bring down the group luck by seven points, so I'm not gonna. Uh. Sophin? I got a hard success. Oh, nice. Good job. So, um. Janu has a head start from the rest of you, obviously, for spotting, uh. Uh, the thief, um, but Timor is catching up with, uh, is catching up fast. Uh, Eudora and Sophian are at the same pace because while Eudora is, is running, 
<laughs> Sofian has managed to jump up on his feet really fast and with the, like amazing speed catch up. I'd like to stick to the canon that she was trying to help him up. Yeah. Just with a sudden burst of happened. speed, he surprised her. <laughs> she was helping him up. <laughs> As you start chasing uh, the thief or following Janu, um, you realize that this is a very crowded area. Um, in order to make it through, uh, please roll me either Intimidate or Dodge to make your way through the crowds of people. Oh, Eudora is not built for mm. this, but I will attempt Dodge. Oh no, she is. She can dodge quite well. Please let me know uh, of successes or failures. So Timur is going, uh, is going Intimidate because he's, mm. he's a big imposing guy and he's going to use the little bit of Chinese that he has uh, to basically bark essentially get out of my way um, and you know people looking around will see this big sort of six foot something guy just bounding through the street uh, that's a success for me okay uh, Janu has failed his dodge roll he has run straight into somebody oh no Sofian has also failed his dodge roll Ditto for Eudora with a 92. Okay then. <laughs> You're all just kind of stuck in the crowds trying to uh, make your way through while Timor is just screaming and running. Uh, he actually has managed to like spot the thief and pass uh, Janyu. I've got a real sense of deja vu going on here. But then, as you run forward, you spot a big flock of chickens on the ground <laughs> and you have to either roll jump or brawl to jump over them or kick them oh, no. <laughs> smash the chickens um everyone's gonna have to do that when the time comes to pass by the chickens so everyone please roll jump or brawl and let uh, me know what happens i feel so bad I, I, that's a hard success on kicking chickens. <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh, Janu? I'm, I'm better at brawling than I am at jumping, but I feel like Janu would jump. Uh, he, yeah. I mega fail. It's like, I got a fumble. <laughs> oh, you got a fumble? Yeah. You know in The Legend of Zelda oh, when the no. chickens attack you? <laughs> uh, Janu, so... Timor, going fast, has kicked the chickens and made it through, but then in the process, angered them. <laughs> so while you're trying to jump over them, oh, no. <laughs> the chickens are just inflated with fury, and you you trip, and they start pecking you just vigorously. Okay. Uh, can you take a D2 damage? Oh my gosh. <laughs> can, can you do we get in on that action too? I also failed my jump. Did you also fail your jump? Yeah. And you fall on January. Oh. <laughs> uh, I also failed my jump. Yes. <laughs> you are all in a pile of chickens. Monster is running. Feathers everywhere. I just took oh, two damage. No, you, you're not actually. You don't take damage. Oh. Because he fumbles. Uh -huh. Oh, for the fumble. You're, okay. you're actually. Yeah. You, the, the failing jump isn't that you fall. I'm sorry, I was joking. You just can't pass through. You're looking at Janu being covered in chickens and you try to jump and it just doesn't work. You don't fall necessarily. Unless you fumble. So, if anyone so, fumbles, so. then you know. <laughs> this, isn't a, this isn't a group of chickens at all. This is a cockfighting ring that we've just fallen into. <laughs> There's people with fistfuls of cash standing in a circle yelling. Okay, so um, 
At this point, you will have an optional action roll of any type to give you an extra point in this chase, uh, fitting your sequence. You can either choose to do something and uh, move forward, or do nothing and stay at the same pace you are. Okay. I'm scouring your door's skills for anything uh, useful. Timo, go first because you're uh, further than everyone else. Would you like? Uh, would you like to? Do any optional action roll to give you an advantage, or would you like to just keep going as you are since you're ahead anyway? Yeah, so I'm, I'm taking a look, right, because Timor has a lot of relatively um, useful skills in, in this sort of situation. And mm. I think, uh, how far ahead is our little thief? I think uh, you're fairly close uh, to catching up if you're not you know, tripped over by anything. Or... Okay. But I think what Timur might do in that case then is he might use his uh, stealth to try mm -hmm. and sort of deliberately uh, so he's been really unsubtle right, he's been barging through people and kicking chickens <laughs> and, yeah. and drawing lots of attention and realising that that's going to make it harder to collar the guy, he's going to at this point sort of try and um, maybe slip into like behind some of the merchants or behind some of the food carts and go quiet to see if he can sort of sneak up to the side of the guy and grab him. Excellent, roll stealth. Come on. 23, that's a hard success. Oh, awesome. thank God for time. And don't forget to be taking things. Oh, um, nice. <clears throat> Janu, <laughs> what, what do you do to recover from the stage you're in? Janu uh, will uh, choose to, to give up on his, uh, on his chase. Uh, but will instead um, yell out to the people ahead of him, um, uh, "Please help! Grab the tiny thief!" Uh, can I? Can I? Can I try and roll persuade? Um, to to get like sit like random locals to help you. Yeah, just like random passersby to like grab the. the so tiny they might thief. Sort of slow him down rather than speed you up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go for it. Okay, that is a success. 37. Okay. You see that um, some guards nearby have been alerted. And, uh... Oh yeah, we've had such a good track record of guards <laughs> so far. This is going to be great. <laughs> Don't forget to take your skills. Uh, Sophian, um, you can, like, more slowly pass around the chicken situation. Is there anything you'd like to do to gain a leg up on this chase? I will, feeling quite embarrassed, I'm going to try and uh, crouch and maybe sneak behind some of the food stalls in a, an attempt to sort of cut off the perpetrator, like seeing where they've run, I'm going to try and take a shortcut but stealthily sort of move my way around. Um, you're kind of running in a straight line, so taking a shortcut okay. would be very hard. Okay. Uh, but you can use stealth to move forward, I guess. Mm -hmm. I will. A lot of stealth, if you want, or nothing, okay. if you want to maintain scene. Is a regular success on stealth. Okay. Uh, and... Eudora. Man, she does not have great skills for this. Any chance she could just roll a strength, just kind of barge her way through the crowd a little bit better, or not? I'd like... Um... A skill rather than a, an attribute. I can, yeah. can I try a dodge to just duck and weave? Sure. Um, oh, yeah, extreme success. Extreme? Mm -hmm, that's a 4 out of 45. 
Excellent. The door is going fast. And finally, everyone roll a uh, final spot hidden. Ooh. Um, everyone who's still moving towards the thief. <laughs> God, I'm on fire. Okay. I no longer need to roll that success. That's uh, a 14, so another hard success from Timor. Wow. Did anyone fail? I did fail. <laughs> okay, everyone who succeeded, there's um, an obstacle ahead of you, like some upended baskets or a cart, and you manage to wave around it as you move forward. Um, Sophian, uh, please roll me a dexterity or dodge. Okay. Please uh, get your foot oh. stuck in a bucket like an old cartoon. <laughs> yes. Uh, a regular success on dexterity. Oh, perfect. You managed to weave through it. And then, Timor, you catch up with the person. They fall onto the ground uh, in a corner in a less crowded area. Um, and uh, to your surprise, they turn out to be a terrified, sobbing, small child, around the age of 10 perhaps, of indeterminate gender. It looks tired and hungry and is dressed in dirty, grimy rags. Okay. So I will... If you can understand what it says. Yeah, hmm? so presumably it's it's sort of babbling and sobbing in Chinese, right? Mm-hmm. I have only 35 <laughs> in Chinese. Now is now's the time. Okay, see if I can understand. Uh, oh! That's a 23! Oh, hey! Nice. Give it a tick. Oh, yeah, well, I've already ticked Chinese, actually. Well, they give it a double, don't give it a double tick. Um, <laughs> through its sobs, the child is saying, I'm, I'm so sorry, please don't tell the guards, they'll hurt me, they'll, they'll flog me, oh, please. Okay, so uh, from her voice, you realise she's a girl. Okay, so, in, in, so I imagine Timur is immediately going to be thinking about his daughter. And he'll sort of, mm -hmm. so he'll immediately drop himself down to one knee, so he's sort of closer to her size, because he's huge, mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah. And uh, and he'll say in his sort of um, broken Chinese, in a gentle voice, uh, he'll say, uh, "It's okay. You're not in trouble. Um, you give me what you took from my friend, and I give you this, and I will hold out um, like one dollar." One silver dollar or American dollar? Well, whatever I've been using to get by in Peking. So is mm -hmm. that going to have been silver dollars? Silver dollars. Yeah, I'll yeah. have I'll hold up one silver dollar, um, uh, and uh, and say yes. I give you this, and you give me what you took from my friend. Uh, Eudora at this point catches up to see a <laughs> silver dollar clutched between Timor and a tiny person <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Um, oh, heavens, it's, it's just a child. Oh, oh, um, please roll Chinese to see if you understand any of this conversation. Um, oh my god, I finally got a ticket! Yes! <laughs> Yay! Uh, that is a 6 out of 25, so hard success. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Oh, kind man, thank you. Uh, please, please don't let them get me. Uh, the guards who have been alerted earlier by Janyu are slowly heading towards the direction where Janyu pointed. So using my sort of 
my sense for these things, right? I'm a stealthy guy. I'm a guy who's used to these kinds of situations. I've been in war zones. Can I see an obvious escape route for the child? Um, yeah, you can run in the other direction. Um... So what I'd like to do is I'd like to point in the direction, point to us like like a good escape route and say, you go that way and then Mm. I will stand up with the wallet and make a big show of saying, it's okay, Uh, the thief dropped it, everything's fine, they've got away, it's okay. Mm. The child has been kind of eyeing a certain direction already. You reckon maybe like where she lives, but she looks really shaken and terrified. And you're worried about her kind of like making it stealthily enough back home without being kind of spotted or targeted by anyone else on the way. Um, Is there somewhere that she could hide and I could pretend that the thief has run away? Um... Roll me luck. She's quite a small child. Uh, that's a 21, and my luck is 69. Yeah, there is a very convenient hiding spot. It's a big woven basket. Okay. Child-sized. <laughs> I'll say, you hide here. Um, and then I'll do my whole standing up thing and say, It's okay, I have the wallet, the thief dropped it. Sophian arrives as Jen sees you put a child in a basket <laughs> as just as he arrives. Shh, it's okay, it's okay. Just shh, let him do his thing. He's I good just... at this. Yeah. Don't look at the basket! What do you mean he's good at this? <laughs> Tim... no, just, I'm not afraid to just trust us. Timor will lean over and say, stop talking about the basket. <laughs> what are you doing? You've done this before? Everything is... <laughs> Yudora <laughs> will pull Sofian aside and kiss him. <laughs> no, she won't. Sorry, that's that's what happens in a comedy. No, I know she won't. That's too outre. No, but she'll pull him aside and um, like pull him round so he's he's unable to look at the basket and just be like, look, just hush up a second. We don't want any problems with the local law enforcement. We've got more important things to worry about. Just just look like we're having a pleasant conversation about. Look, look. Let's let's buy one of these. And uh, I'll start engaging with whatever, like... Oh, you're in an area without <laughs> exactly. any stalls. It's kind of a more remote... Well, whose basket is this? It's just a basket. It's just a random basket <laughs> lying around. So you were lucky. Okay, uh, I guess we'll talk about the weather. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. <laughs> um, yeah, and Jani arrives more or less at a similar pace to the guards. Yeah. Who are uh-huh. looking around suspiciously? Just, just limping. <laughs> yeah. I'll hand Janu his wallet, and I will, uh, I will say to him, sort of briefly in English, uh, "The thief got away. Uh, they went that way." And I'll point in the opposite direction to the direction the child was looking. Um, mm-hmm. But they dropped this, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm doing the wink, like the equivalent of wink, wink. Like, play along. Sure, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Timur. I appreciate it. Uh, and then we'll turn to the guards and say, uh, uh gentlemen, uh, it seems that the uh, problem has been dealt with. Uh, they they uh, say something in Chinese along the lines of fucking children, and then they produce uh, a bamboo cane 
mm. uh, ready to lash the child okay, as soon you as say. they find it. <laughs> There's not an octopus head on there, it is there? It doesn't have an octopus cane. Damn it. Uh, but you hear them um, muttering whoever understands. You, you've all passed a recent Chinese role besides Sophian. <laughs> um, so they're talking about, oh, this time if I catch it, I'll give it 20 lashes right here and now. Oof. Um, and they kind of thank you and then head off in the opposite direction. Um the child is having a really hard time not sobbing, so as soon as they go away, you start hearing a little bit of, like, a whimpering noise coming from inside the basket. I'll explain what happened to everybody, so that Sophia knows what... I'm not just stealing children. Uh, this is comforting. Good, good, good. I go and, and kind of kneel by the, the basket. Um, and have a little chat. Her head is like poking out mm-hmm. <laughs> from top of the basket. Like, oh, can someone get me out of this basket, please? <laughs> she can't get out of it herself. Okay. It's, it's a very right. big basket. It's all right, little one. Here, mm-hmm. here. Hey. I'm. I'm really sorry, Mister. I'm really sorry for trying to steal from you. I just. I just. There's no food, and I. I'm all alone, and oh, make one yin, goddess of good fortune, bless you, and look down on you in favour of you with the blessed blessings. Thank you, kind man, she bows. Thank you for not turning me into the horrible, horrible gods. It's all right. Say, you are very quick uh, running through <clears throat> the crowds. Um, what is your name, little one? Shen Chu. Shen Chu. It is nice to meet you. I am Jen Yu. Jen Yu, good to meet you, sir. Uh, Jen Yu is going to look up at the others. Um, and you, uh, uh, you, you see, uh, depending on uh, how you how you look at it, either a wordless question or a wordless apology in his eyes. Um, oh god, you're stealing the child. <laughs> <laughs> Can we keep her? <laughs> she will be very useful. Well, <laughs> and, then, and then he looks back down at the child and says, um, Did you say you have no one here? My, my parents died three and four years ago, and um, I... I've, I've been trying to get enough food to eat, but there's, there's no food sometimes, and, well, I know what people expect from me, a, a girl uh, at my age, but uh, I, I don't, I know I won't live very long, and I don't want to do it. It's alright. Well, my heart, my <laughs> companions and I, we have more than we need. Um, Eudora is like desperately scouring her bag for biscuits, so if there's anything like left over from breakfast or whatever, she'll hand something over. I mean, there are food stalls right nearby as well. I thought we were in an area with no stalls. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, they're three minutes the other way, then you're not right there. Okay, in that case, eyes brimming with tears, <laughs> because although she has no children of her own, Eudora regrets a little bit having pursued career instead of family, so, um, yeah, <laughs> sniffing those back, she'll be like, I'll be, I'll be right back, and uh, she'll scuttle <laughs> off into the crowd to procure <laughs> foodstuffs. Uh, and, and, um, Jenny will say, uh, I think, perhaps, 
in the work that we have to do. It could be useful to have an assistant. Uh. It may not be safe all the time, but there would be plenty to eat on the way. Uh, um, what, 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 what kind of work? We're going on an adventure. I can't understand you. Damn it. <laughs> you're just there, like crying. You don't even Who know. Who are you talking where? to, Sophie? <laughs> We're going on an adventure. <laughs> that is almost. That, I mean, that, that is that is word for word what Jenny was about to say. So it's, like, it's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're going on an adventure now. Uh huh. You seem kind. Um. Yes. Uh. Can I um. Can I go back home to pick up some things? Of course. Uh, we will be back at the. Uh, are there any recognisable, like, food stalls or landmarks near here that I could use as a meeting point? Um, probably. Um, I mean, you could meet by the mosque, or, like... Mm. We will um, be by the mosque tomorrow morning, before we depart. If you meet us there, we can have breakfast, and then set off together. Um... Oh, okay. I do say, what what is happening, Jenny? Do Jan, you, you wanna? Would <laughs> you like to roll uh, like a social roll of some sort um, to make sure that like she can sense your good intentions? Because obviously, sure. that um, child will not have been raised trust trusting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, would this be uh, can I roll persuade or psychology? Persuade. Sure. Hard success. Okay. She, uh, yeah, she has some hope in her eyes. Um, if it helps and, and then, things... Um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm just going to say um, to uh, Sofian, in response to his question, uh, Jenny will turn and again, with a bit of an apology in his eyes, will say, uh, we, uh, we would have use of an assistant on our journey, would we not? smiles from underneath his moustache and says yes <laughs> absolutely um the child looks away and then she looks back and then she looks towards her home and she's like uh I'm, I'm scared to go alone what if what if the gods see me how far is your home from here sure. um it's, um, it's near the temple over there. Jenny smiles and says, uh, I like temples. And then we'll turn to the others and say, why don't you go ahead, meet our contact. I can catch up with you later. Very well. One of the uh, pillars of... Uh, the five pillars of Islam is um, charity. So he'll reach into his pocket mm -hmm. and pull out a couple of silver dollars and then hand them over to Janyu and just expect him to know what to do with them. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, can Eudora 
return at this point. Yeah, with food. Yep, so uh, she just kind of lip trembling, wordlessly hands over like a day's supply of dumplings. <laughs> I don't know, whatever she was able to harvest. The child quickly. has no bag. Uh, I assume I was given like, like one a, at a time. No, like I don't know, whatever they would have served them in, like a woven yeah, bamboo the tray, child-sized yeah, basket nearby like... that you can put them in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just load it up with food. <laughs> Take the basket to a vendor. It comes back full of fruit. Um, she um, uh, you return. I guess you grab lunch because that was the plan. Mm-hmm. Um. Janu, you haven't had a chance to eat yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, escort her to her home. Uh, it's uh, a den beneath the steps of one of Xian's many temples. There, among the street child's few possessions, you find a, a strange armless terracotta doll dressed in rags. One of its legs is broken and it's clearly very, very old. Um, she doesn't have a lot, uh, so she takes a few moments, kind of, um, just packing her stuff for tomorrow. Sure. Um, in a very excited matter and, right. uh, manner, and she says, uh, thank you so much. It's alright. And then, uh, Jenny will pick up the doll and say, uh, is this yours? It is approximately 60 centimeters in height. Oh, it's a fairly sizable. So it's like one. similar size to the child. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, he won't he won't pick it up. He'll just appraise it <laughs> and say, uh, "This is interesting. Are they yours?" Oh, um, well, I I found it last night. Um, I I woke up and someone was trying to steal my mother's vase. Uh, it's one of the few things I have left of her in my life before they. Um, and um, I, I fought with the, with the child and kicked it and I, I fell over backwards. Uh, it suddenly let go of the vase and it vanished. I, I assume it decided it wasn't worth the fight and ran away after I kicked it. And then in the morning, when I checked to make sure that nothing else had been taken, I, I found this doll here and six old coins. Uh, I decided to keep the doll and dress it like me. It, it was naked when, when I found it. Hmm. She shows you the coins and they're uh, approximately one inch in diameter. And they're made from bronze. They're obviously very old. Interesting. Uh, and corroded. Very interesting. Hmm. These you, are fascinating. You can have the coins if you like. I have no use for them. Thank you. That's very kind. Yeah. Why don't I trade you? Um, and he'll uh, he'll swap them for, and he'll just produce a, a silver dollar and hand it over instead. Oh, thank you. Um, and then, uh, did you say it was a temple that was above this den? Yeah. What kind of temple? Um. Well, there are several different types of temples mm-hmm. in Xi'an. What kind of temple would you like it to be? Um, I know that uh, a number of Buddhist temples do just give out food um, to people Mm. who need it, so ideally it would be one of those. Uh, Well, living underneath it for so long, it probably wouldn't offer her food. 
now or like anymore mm-hmm. oh, because I, otherwise you wouldn't I, need to steal yeah i was i was more wondering if like if the reason for not giving stuff out was that they didn't have the funds genuinely was going to give them a load of money oh um sure uh feel free to roll luck mm-hmm. to see what kind of temple it is success 32 over under 45 yes it is that type of temple cool. okay uh Jenny will say um give me a moment i'd like to speak with the monks at this temple okay thank you she's uh like before you even leave just uh stuffing her mouth with dumplings nice I don't know. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll grab a dumpling for the road, um, and uh, and head up, and then yeah, we'll we'll just have a chat to the the people who work at the at the temple, um, mm-hmm. and, and and sort of let them know like, well, sort of ask about the the needy in the in the city and who cares for them, um, and if it turns out that that this monastery. Uh, this temple doesn't do so out of lack of funds. Will um, will give them whatever he can spare from his uh, from his purse. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm very happy to let that happen. Uh, mm-hmm. They say that there's a lot of uh, people in need, and they do what they can. But obviously, they have their limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can make a donation. Great. Uh, I actually have no idea how much money I have, but I don't think it's very much. Yeah, my credit rating is low. Uh, but I'll give them a couple of bucks. And uh, and my blessing. Whatever that's worth. They they thank you kindly. Um, everyone else, uh, tell me about your, um, your food situation and what, what are you up to? I imagine Timur is saying, well, these dumplings are not as good as the first place we went to. (laughs) Well, Timur, we're going to be visiting a lot more towns, and I'm sure we'll find better dumplings somewhere. Uh, I don't think that may be the case. Sorry, Dr. Lockhart. Uh, Food isn't as fancy where we're going. Mel, you're probably right. We can always have hope. We're going to have to rough it, Timur. Hope you're ready. I'm sure it won't be as bad as your first passage along these roads. There'll be like a little sort of dark cloud passing over Timur's eyes when he said it, and he'll say, <laughs> No. It will not. Making light of your trauma. Sorry, Melvin. Oh, look. Soup. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> Street soup, my favourite. What favorite. do you do with the soup? <laughs> Sophia will uh, go up and get a cup or a bag or a plate or whatever of the soup (laughs) and uh, slurp it down your bag with a little straw in it. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yes, I'm not not looking to punish you unless you want to be punished. No, I'd, I'd like to make it through lunch without having to roll any dice. <laughs> <laughs> it's tradition. Oh. I was expecting us to start having a soup fight. That would be great. Yeah. So, like, third-degree burns just for everyone. Mm-mm. It's 
ladles <laughs> ladling it onto each other and hurling ladles around. I imagine Timur, <laughs> once once we've gotten something to eat and we're standing around waiting for Janu to get back, Timur will say, I understand the desire to help the child. I also wish to help the child. But is it a good idea to bring her on the journey that we are making? It is dangerous. Gosh, it's heartbreaking, but you've got a point, Timur. I don't... It's tragic, isn't it? I don't know. You visit these places and you see these street churches and I just... I wish I could open my arms to all of them, but... But what's one to do? I suppose at the very least we could keep an eye out for some... I don't know, some safe place to... to leave her, but... What do you do when a child has lost its parents like that? There are many cases of this exact similar occurrence in Delhi, where I'm from. I would be a very poor man, or a... Have a very large family if I went around and adopted every single street urchin that I came across. Maybe you're right. Perhaps it is folly. Finding somewhere safe for her would be the best bet. But Janu seems to have kindness in his heart. Perhaps we could speak to the person who will help us with our supplies to see if they have any suggestions for somewhere safe in the city. That's exactly what I was thinking. What a good idea. Uh, did you want to visit the mosque first, uh, Sofian? Yes, uh, it is coming up on midday. Uh, we could um, proceed you there, perhaps, and you could come meet us. I'm sure we'll be talking business for some time. That, uh, yeah. Sounds good to me. I will, uh... Oh, where, where shall we meet afterwards? I dare say if you, um... He's supposed to be a well-known merchant, isn't he? Should we just... Can we ask, like, a storeholder for directions so that we all find out where he is and yeah. then we can meet there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. Sophie and we'll head off to the mosque. Split the party. So much. Okay, so you're off to the mosque. Uh, you two? Uh, Timur and Eudora? Um, we head off to the chaps, right? Mihan, if we've got directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, because Sophie and Timor already discussed what they thought the supplies they needed were, because we've been through this desert before. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So, uh, you find your way to Mihan's establishment. It is sandwiched between a bookseller and a carpet shop, and the aroma of gently steaming dumplings wafts in from the restaurant a few doors down the street. It makes you wonder whether their dumplings would have been better than the ones you had. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. (laughs) Uh, A paunchy man with a wispy black goatee flecked with a few traces of grey hanging from his chin approaches you. Uh, His hair is kept short beneath his white skullcap. Hello, travellers. How can I help you today? Hello, um, we've been sent by Professor Wang of uh, Yanqin University. Oh, of course. Follow me to the back. Follow me to the back. This is no place for business. We do. Uh, you pass through a richly woven curtain and into a comfortably furnished room decorated with ornate carpets and plump throw cushions. Uh, please sit. Uh, then he shouts over to the shop. Some tea for my guests, please. Uh, so, uh, yes, tell me, what are you up to today? How may I be of service? Professor Wang, you say? Oh, great man. Well, um, we're looking to cross the Taklamahan. We have a, an expedition to kiss out. We're, we're aiming to make it to the Valley of the Thousand Buddhas. Well, you have come to the right place, friends. I am the best 
uh, Caravan Outfitter in Hall of Xi'an and uh, the best prices as well. Uh, show me, show me your requirements. I have porters, I have ponies, I have mappers, I have a cook, supplies, everything you need to get you to, to where you need to go. We'll need uh, detailed receipts. I assume that Timur and I can agree on a shopping list, right? I'm picturing that Timur literally has a sort of hastily written list from him and Sofian's original discussion. Of course, everything is, is part of the package deal. And uh, do you need a translator by any chance? I, I know of a very good man. Uh, he, his prices are also fairly good. We have a, uh, a native within our party. Very good. I was just wondering if it might um, be convenient. Does this translator know any local dialects or other languages, just in case we... Oh, I do. One never knows. You're liable to run into a party of Tibetans, say, or what have you. He knows Chinese, English, French, and Russian. Oh, well. <laughs> I think we have those more or less covered. Very well. Um, you see him kind of sit down and his eyes uh, twinkle as he prepares for the well-renowned bargaining phase. <laughs> At this point, right. uh, I say genuine Sophian can appear. Genuine, I'm sure you passed around and you managed to find the place without much trouble, even though you weren't there when they picked up the address. Um, and you enter as uh, they have. He has already begun um, just throwing prices. You will be able to offer one social skill by one investigator uh, to determine how much. Uh, this outfitting will cost you, and there is a detailed uh, table here to assist me. So a praise is no use. This is a so exclusively social. social. Okay, uh, I am no use whatsoever. I have sixty-five in charm. Oh. Mm. I'm uh, I'm all about the intimidate, so it probably is best not to be me. <laughs> 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 Give us a discount. I'm not a man you wish to trifle with. <laughs> okay, and he rolls also. Oh, shall I roll? Yeah, it's a, it's a opposing roll. Is there any way of granting <laughs> a bonus or what have you, or is it just literally... If you pass an appraise, I might give him a bonus. Okay, I'd like to cast my eye over the list and sort of determine what I think a reasonable price would be, and that is... Oh, that's two points off being a hard success. It's a normal success. So I whisper to Sofian, like, this is what I think you should be charging. You can have a bonus die. Thank you, because I missed it by one. Nice! Oh, and I still missed it by one. I will spend a point You're of luck. You're kidding me. So that's a success? Yeah, that's a success. Let's see what we got here. So we're rolling uh, psychology. Okay, yes. Mihan is impressed. He says, very well, you are, you are a charming fella. Here's, here's what I think. Uh, and he gives you a number, which uh, roughly equates to 75% of the silver in the pouch Professor Wang gave you. Ooh. Mm. Wait, that's good, right? That's all we were supposed to be spending the silver on. That is... Yeah, that is pretty good. Nice. Could have been better, Fantastic. but like, it's pretty good. I'll uh, say I do appreciate this, sir. Uh... Have you heard of us before? The uh, our names are in some rather large journals and whatnot. Uh, 
you assisting adventurers like us may benefit you in the long run. So I appreciate this. Well, well, I'm very um, honoured to be given such a such an opportunity. Thank you, Kunzer. We'll be sure to tell everyone where we hired our camels and what have you. Oh, why, thank you. He smiles playfully. Is there anything else I can help you with today? Timor will say there is something. Uh, there is a girl, a small child, that we have uh, found uh, sleeping rough within the, the city. You know this city better than us. Is there somewhere that we could refer the child to? Is there uh, some charitable organization that would help to care for the child? She is without her parents. Oh, uh, uh, there is no shortage of children in the streets here, I'm afraid. Uh, there are some charitable organizations. Uh, well, the churches run them. They tend to be very full. And uh, quite a few of them are just presenting as charitable organizations and have other uses for the children. Um, I suppose you can ask around, but uh, I'd imagine they wouldn't just take any child. It would potentially involve quite a big charitable donation. And even then, you have to be sure that they won't misuse your trust. I was afraid you would say something like that. Thank you, my friend. Of course. Uh, a horrible notion. This guy's saying a lot of words, and what I'm hearing is, congratulations on your new assistant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As this has seemingly become an issue close to you, Jianyu, uh, you seem to have some connection with this young lady. Uh, what is the best course of action that you believe? Mm. I know that where we are going may not be the safest of paths, but as she said herself, if she remains in the city, it is likely she won't last long. The very least, mm. if she is with us, she will see kindness and food enough that she is not starving. We can't leave her in the hands of people like the, the, Mr. Meehan has, has been... We just can't. It's too horrid to think about. She is about the age of my mania. And, uh... If we must take her, we take her, but we need to be wary. It is a dangerous trek, and there are dangerous people on the way. Maybe we should ask Mihan if he hires babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does your translator by any chance uh, double <laughs> as a nanny? Could be handy. <laughs> Aha, cute laughs. I'm, af I'm afraid not. <laughs> uh, if this will be old, gentlemen. Uh... Uh, how soon can you pull everything together for us? Um, well, I can have you uh, set and ready to go in the next day or so, uh, but that can be adjusted if you prefer. I think all due haste is uh, warranted, isn't it, gentlemen? I mean, it was a rather urgent telegram. This telegram said it was an emergency. Uh, I will uh, 
try my best to get you ready uh, for tomorrow morning, but uh, it is quite short notice, so I might end up needing another day. Uh, meet me here, and I will let you know if I need more time. Thank you. Okay. That seems fair. You exit Mihan's establishment, having paid for and arranged travel to Chunghuang, and potentially uh, managed to acquire an extra party member for me to play. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> um, and I say we ended here. Ooh, this, uh, yeah, this brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Hal, Seb, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars are right. We owe a particular thank you to our first patron, Julia. Your support makes all of this possible. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links, on our website at starsareright.com. Come join us! Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again.